Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am your host, Susie Hunter. And guess what? We are starting right now. <laughs> right now. Guys, we've got a nice little Friday wrap-up program for you. We're going to run through some Rockies and baseball headlines, of course. Um, we are going to talk about this upcoming World Series just hours away from Game 1. And listen, Rangers, Diamondbacks, the World Series matchup, we all expected, of course. Now, we're going to actually talk about how the Rockies have been catching strays all week for one thing or another. But most recently, past couple of days, it's... They've been catching strays about that 2007 World Series appearance. We're going to break that all down yeah, we're going to break it all down. First, let's get into a little Rockies adjacent news, though. Pierce Johnson, I don't think we're going to see him back in Colorado anytime soon. He got that bag from Atlanta. The Braves offered him a two-year, $14.25 million contract, $7 million each of the next two seasons. And apparently the deal also includes a $7 million club option for 2026 with a 250 grand buyout. Congratulations to Pierce Johnson on getting the dang bag. Listen, he uh, we loved having him here in Colorado. He's a Colorado kid, of course. We love having pitchers who are Colorado natives. Why wouldn't we? But he was filling that closer role in Daniel Bard's absence, and then things kind of went off the rails for him later on in the season. He gets traded to Atlanta. We got a couple of pitching prospects prospects back in place but once he got to Atlanta things really started going the right direction for Pierce Johnson a 0.76 ERA in those 24 regular season appearances he made he had 32 strikeouts just five walks and when it came to the NLDS three scoreless appearances in that NLDS. So he deserves that money. Good to see that he has found a new home with the Braves. We're going to miss him out here. That is for sure. I think we all kind of hoped he would come back. And he's, I don't think he's coming back anytime soon. Not anytime soon. Man's in his 30s. I think by the time his contract with Atlanta is up, I don't know. Maybe he will come back. Who knows? Um, let's give you a little update on the Winter League. Sean Bouchard still doing fairly well in Mexico. Right now he's hitting 200. He's got 10 RBI, two homers, two doubles, six hits, five runs in those 30 at-bats with that Winter League season just kind of getting cooking. Michael Tolia is also kind of starting to turn things around, too, which I have said on the show on the record a few times. I am a little worried about Michael Tolia, but he's very young. I think he's going to be figuring things out. I, I was concerned. I My concern meter, maybe I'll have to make a graphic for this. My concern meter, I'm a little less concerned now because it seems like he is starting to heat up. He got his first homer of the Winter League on Thursday. It was a two-run blast. He had a sack fly, too. And, uh, yeah, I think he got some hits on Wednesday. Really, he's getting we, what we need for Michael Tolia. We need more hits, and we need significantly less strikeouts. And he, he's starting to do that now. It's I'm happy to see him hitting some homers, though, because we know he's got a little power to him. He's a tall boy. He's like 6'5". He's enormous. Yeah, he's like so tall. 
Listen, so many of these young Rockies definitely ate their veggies. We've got some tall ones. And I love that for them. Oh, Tiff, you're hooking up your microphone, aren't you? Tiff's hooking up her microphone. Guys, we got Tiff producing, by the way. Forgot to even shout her out. How dare I? I was so distracted because Mitch came up the stairs as I was starting. <laughs> I know. He, I can talk to you, but he can't talk to you. He's, he, he was, yeah. he's not on the show today. So. Also, like, literally no one at this company is allowed to make eye contact with me. Ooh, it's in yeah. my rider. Yeah. Like, don't look at me. No, I'm kidding. Well, I, I mean, like, at least, like, at least, like, you and AJ are kind of, like, hurting together. We are. I haven't seen AJ yet, but yeah. last year you guys were, but like you guys had to like stay away from each other. Like, but actually, but like actually, like literally, like they're dodging each other coming in and out of the freaking office. And I don't want to talk about why we're not avoiding each other this exactly. season. Exactly. <laughs> this World Series. But yeah, um, I'm here. No, it's so funny. I actually, I messaged Mitch. Um, I was like, oh, can I grab one of the Be a Good Person shirts before my show? And he was like, oh, let me check. And that was, I believe, him coming to check. Guess what? You're way too late. <laughs> and I started this show late, too. And you're still way too late. Guys, more on the be a good person part. I just hit myself in the face. That this We're Friday and real hard right now. I was going to say, we are going to tell you a little more about the be a good person party. What is that? What does that even mean? Um, I'll tell you later. I'll tell you when you're older. How does that sound? Um, uh, I'll tell you right now. We'll get into some more Rockies headlines and more baseball headlines in a little bit. But right now, we have to talk about... Hero Bread. I am so into Hero Bread. They just signed on as a new partner of ours. I'm super into it because they have great low calorie bread, great low calorie, low carb rather, great low carb breads, wraps. I have the wraps at home. I have been making egg wraps in the morning. They're actually, they're so good. They don't taste like those other, like maybe like low calorie diety kind of foods. Like they just taste like a wrap. And that is exactly what I want in my low carb wrap. So uh, I've been using these for a couple of weeks. It's they're They're so fun. They're so great. They're delicious. Um, so yeah, if you want like a little low carb option, that you you got to go with Hero Bread, but right now Hero Bread is offering DNVR listeners ten percent off their first order. Just go to hero.co, use code DNVR, and save on Hero Bread today. That's H E R O dot C O, and you are going to save ten percent off that first order. Um. But yeah, one net carb. That is that is really what we got to let you know. Low carb. One net carb. That is like, that is the business right there. Yeah, <laughs> you guys get the gist. Uh, let's shout out our friends at Saturday Neon. They have been, um, uh, they're crushing it. They started this company, just two roommates. They uh, went to see you, and now they have officially licensed LED neon signs for, uh, you know, basically, I think, like, 19 teams across the country. Uh, CU is one of them, of course. But, yeah, we love their signs. They are perfect for, you know, uh, decorations around the house or if you've got, like, a man cave or sports cave, as, like, I will call it because we're going to be gender neutral about it. Um, uh, they, uh, they've got, 
Oh yeah, they they ship with like everything you need to to like hook it up to. So actually, couldn't be easier. With the mount, the power. There's a, a dimmer on it. So clutch, so key. Yeah, 19 different schools they are repping, including Colorado, Arizona, Alabama, Wisconsin, Auburn, so many others. These make great gifts, you guys. We are less than two months away from Christmas. Y'all know November's going to get away from you sooner rather than later. You might as well start thinking about and maybe ordering those gifts now. So you're going to go to SaturdayNeon.com right now. Use code DNVR. You're getting 10% off your order plus Free shipping on orders over $200. If you're watching us on YouTube, Tiff was kind enough to pull up the selection. Oh, they got Rams too. All right, let's go. Yeah, they've got some really good signs. Um, again, these are such good gifts. Such good gifts. And it's LED too. Like it's not like neon neon, but they look like neon. So nice, so nice. SaturdayNeon.com. All right, let's um, let's get into some uh, Rockies headlines and baseball headlines. We're keeping track of everything for you. In case you missed it, Bretton Doyle's number was retired by his college over the weekend. Um, that's a D2 college, by the way. I love, 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 love Brenton Doyle's rise from... You know, a D2 college to a gold glove finalist. Doesn't get much better than that. But uh, yeah, Shepherd University, that D2 school that Bretton Doyle was uh, a part of, um, they retired his number in a ceremony. So yeah, they honored their their All-American outfielder. Um, it was their homecoming weekend too. Um, they also had a Jersey retirement ceremony. He wore number 22 in college. He doesn't wear number 22 anymore. But in college, that's what he wore. They retired it. Again, this is a guy that went from D2 to a fourth round pick to a gold glove finalist. We love those kinds of stories. Some baseball headlines for y'all. Dusty Baker addressed the media after his uh, retirement. He retired this week. He's, oh my gosh, what, what a guy. But this quote killed me. He said it was the quickest four years, but that's what happens when you win. I guess time flies when you're having fun. No, they, did, they did a lot of winning. He finally got his first managerial World, World Series win. Which, I mean, I I have my own opinions about the Astros. And obviously, I have my own personal bias about that World Series last year. But I will say, I think one of my favorite baseball moments of all time was that final out. Even though my team that I was raised watching lost, I loved that final out where Dusty Baker marks it in his scorebook and then his team just rushes to embrace him. That is what baseball is all about because those guys knew how much that meant to Dusty Baker and they knew that he deserved that respect after being in the game for that long. Um, so even though... That's going to be an unpopular opinion if any people from Philly happen to see this. I think this is a safe space. I think everyone in Philly is pretty much um, still uh, like deep in a depression where they're not logged on. <laughs> but there you go. In some non-retirement news, Mad Dog Chris Russo, who said that he would retire 
if the Diamondbacks made it to the World Series. He's obviously not retiring. I think, like, a thing happened where he, like... I don't know. There was, like, a thing with Howard Stern this week where, like, somehow he, like, talked himself out of retirement. I don't know, and I don't care. I didn't actually think he was going to retire anyway, so it doesn't matter. But in some really interesting... uh, uh, just like lore around that. Obviously, the Diamondbacks have kind of taken that on as a little battle cry. When they won the NLCS, they were chanting, Mad Dog, Mad Dog. Because they knew, they knew, listen, if Mad Dog's out there talking shit, they're going to hear it. The Diamondbacks, I think one of the things that they've been best at off the field is keeping receipts. They have a lot of good bits going, they're keeping tabs on everything. Honestly, like they are a hilarious fan base to watch. And a big part of that, of course, is our friends at PHNX D-backs. But uh, I digress. After the season is over, um, Tori Lovello, manager of the Diamondbacks, and Chris Russo probably going to run into each other again because they are going to be at the same event. John Morosi tweeted this earlier today. True story. Tori Lovello and Mad Dog are both scheduled to appear at the Italian American Baseball Foundation Gala next month in New York. Um, uh, so <laughs> wait, I just saw someone in the replies just goes, will the fight be televised? <laughs> I'm retweeting the hell out of this. This is hilarious. Um, I, you what? I'm going to keep talking about this for a second. But, yeah. Um, uh, Chris Russo, Tori Lovello, both of these guys have great senses of humor. Tori Lovello, I will stand by this. He's one of the funniest dudes ever. As funny as Bud Black? Who's to say? I think Bud Black is the funniest man alive. That's neither here nor there. But Tori Lovello will, um, I'm sure he will, uh, you know, he'll he'll have some words for Chris Russo, but I'm sure it'll all be in good fun. Chris Russo can take a joke too, obviously. He's, you know, a sports yeller. But wait, I uh, it was so funny when I sent, uh, you know, obviously we, uh, you know, get the show together and stuff before it starts. I uh, sent this tweet that we've got showing up right now. <laughs> Immediately, Mitch in the chat was like, is the Italian American Baseball Foundation a thing? I'm like, yeah, I think it's like literally only for New Yorkers. <laughs> Not that Tori Lovello is from New York. He's actually from California. But like. There's so many Italian American. Like it might as well be Italy, please. <laughs> um, uh, that'll be fun. When it will the or will the fight be televised? So funny. Um, listen, if you get into a fight because you said you were going to retire and you lost that bet and then you didn't retire, um, listen, you might need an injury lawyer. Yeah, Mad Dog might need an injury lawyer. Uh, he might have to call Bacchus and Shanker because when you get hurt, Bacchus and Shanker is here to help because Bacchus and Shanker wins for Colorado families. They've been helping those seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. And the good news is you are not going to pay a dime, fam, unless they win money in your case. So you can give them a call. You can consult them on your case. And they're not going to charge you unless you're actually going to win that case. And they've got a huge crew behind them making it all happen. More than 30 lawyers, more than 100 staff. The bottom line 
Backus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Okay, so I guess Chris Russo does not count here because he made this bet. He's going to lie in it. Um, Backus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycles, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. They could even help if you're injured at work. Give them a call at 222-2222. Find out if you have a case for free because Backus and Shanker wins. And uh, listen, you're always winning if you are rocking FOCO gear. They've got the best sports and entertainment merch in the game. Any game, they got it all. They got it for baseball, football, basketball. And you know what they have it all for? They've got the FOCO overalls. Those have been such a moment this fall. A bunch of us have the Broncos ones here. They've got Nuggets ones, too, that are like a paint splatter look. They are fly as hell, fam. And if you're not into overalls, listen, they've got some normal merch, too. They've got great bobbleheads, though. We love their bobbleheads. We're a sucker for collectibles here. Obviously, look at our set. It's a hoarder's paradise. Here's the bottom line. FOCO always has our back for Colorado sports. They have yours, too. Get the best gear around by using the link in our description. And for all non-presale items, use promo code DNVR. You are going to get 10% off. Again, use the link in our description. Yeah, that's how they know that you you listen to our ad. So, like, we would love that. <laughs> we would freaking love that. Pretty please. Uh, Tiff, you want some uh, World Series fun facts? I would love some. We got some fun facts this World Series. This is going to be the first all-climate-controlled World Series. Asterisk. Um, non-bubble, because we did have the whole dang World Series uh, at the new Rangers Stadium in 2020, of course. But the Rangers and the D-backs both have retractable domes. This has never happened in the history of the World Series. I think that's pretty interesting. Um, uh, today I learned, I was listening to MLB Network Radio on my way over here, Jenny Kavnar. Of course, our friend here in Colorado pointed out it's the commissioner that makes the final decision on these games, whether or not the roof will be open or if the roof will be closed. Um, and apparently, I think the temperature range it has to be in. So if if it, if outside, if the elements are, if it's colder than 68 degrees, which like is actually not that cold. And if it's warmer than 86 degrees, the roof can be open. Otherwise, the roof will be closed. I believe the roof will be closed in Texas tonight because there is rain in the forecast, like thunderstorms, like that kind of stuff. Michael in the chat. Any World Series that's a four-game sweep is the worst. The baseball season must be stretched out for as long as possible. Michael, I see where you're going with this. You love a World Series that gives you more baseball, that gives you a little more bang for your buck. But Rockies fans will take that as a personal offense. We're going to get into this in a little bit. That is one of the topics that we want to talk about today. What makes a bad World Series? What was the worst World Series? Why do people keep saying the worst World Series was the Rockies Red Sox World Series in 2007? Why do people keep saying that? We're going to get there, folks. We're going to get there. Michael, thank you, though, for being in the chat, for adding this on. 
we take that personally. We take that personally here in Colorado. It's okay. I'm going to move past it. Some more fun facts for this World Series. It's the third ever all wild card matchup in World Series history. Pretty cool stuff. I mean, obviously, you know, we we love seeing a little wild card team sneak in. This time, um, yeah. I... I don't consider the Rangers to be like wild card wild. They're not the wildest of the wild card. They were leading that division for a lot of that season. And they were in a tough division too. Diamondbacks though. Yeah, they be wild. They be wild for sure. The last time. Okay, this one is fascinating. The last time the Diamondbacks won the World Series in 2001. We all remember that. That was the season that Randy Johnson killed a bird with a pitch. And guess what Zach Gallen did this year? <clears throat> he killed a bird with a pitch. I don't know. Right now, the Diamondbacks are, you know, 1-0 and when their pitcher, when their ace kills a bird. Pete is going to literally throw a bucket of blood on me the second I walk out the door here. I swear. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm just saying uh, something to keep an eye on. Go birds. <laughs> like, I guess, how does that, you're pitching towards the batter. Uh, oh, my, do you, have, have you I, seen this video? No, I haven't. I was going to say, this up. is probably like before you were born or like when you were a baby. Um, so this was like a huge thing when it happened. Randy Johnson, it was in a game threw a pitch as he was throwing the pitch a bird flew between him and the batter and uh, listen pitches are fast birds are fast it was like a perfect timing situation oh tiff is you should i wish you could see her right now she is she's watching it she's shook to say the least um <laughs> so yeah this was a this was a huge pop culture moment. The bird just explodes. And Zach Gallen did the same thing this season. It wasn't in a game. It was when they were just in the outfield throwing some warm-up pitches. But he exploded a bird. Yes, Michael in the chat. That bird exploded. I was aghast just now. She like, I wish you guys could have seen my face. I was aghast. <laughs> Listen, Tiff is a hockey girly. She was not around for all this lore. We are catching her up. <laughs> I see somebody have their neck sliced open by a skate. I got one of those for you. No, ya. thank you. No, thank you. So I don't watch hockey. I watch some hockey. Not as much as I watch baseball. Who could? Who could? Um, yeah, that's crazy. Listen, the only birds I want to see exploding are the Eagles. Zach Gallen, by the way, was on MLB Network doing the whole World Series Media Day thing. He's getting the start, by the way, for game one. But we know, you know, this team just came through Philly after winning that series. Zach Gallen's a, uh, a South Jersey guy, though. That's Philly adjacent. He's basically a Philly guy. He roots for the Eagles. He's a huge Eagles fan. Please like him and the guys on MLB network were just like talking shop about the Eagles. <laughs> you can't not. I feel like that is like the go-to if it's an athlete and they're from Philly, you got to talk to them about all the other Philly sports. Anyway, where am I going with this story? Go birds. That's what I was going with. That's what I, that's where I was going. Uh, Corey Seager back in the world series. Last time he won a world series. He was also at 
the Texas Rangers Stadium because that is where the World Series bubble happened in 2020. You know, back when he was part of that, you know, 60 season World Series, 60 season, 60 game season World Series team. What a weird time we've had the past couple of years, folks. Um, a uh, Oh, here's another World Series fun fact, but not necessarily. Oh, it's not really. Okay, this is not a World Series fact necessarily, but just like an interesting postseason fact that pertains to us. There's only one major league baseball franchise that has never played in a game six of any postseason series. Guess who it is? It's the Colorado Rockies. The Colorado Rockies have never been to a game six in a postseason, which is so wild. And actually, so like I'm going through this. Okay, so 95, um, they made it to the NLDS. Uh, series went to game four versus the Braves. 07, they swept everyone on the way to the World Series and then got swept. No game six there. 09, um, um, yeah, that NLDS went to game four against the Phillies. Uh, 18, they won the wild card and they got swept in the NLDS by the Brewers. So that game or that series only went to three games. So, yeah, interesting. The Rockies. Never a game six in the postseason. And also, did they give us the worst World Series ever? We're going to get into that in a little bit because people have been chirping online. But first, let's shout out our friends at Illegal Pete's. On a very real and very personal note, Tiff, I have my leftover Illegal Pete's on set, ready to eat after the show. Girl, I have mine upstairs. I have my leftovers from yesterday upstairs. Folks, folks, uh, we are company women. Yes. <laughs> we we are all about the brand. Um, and the Illegal Pete's brand has come out with something so incredible. It's called the queso pen. You've heard about the queso pen. I've tried the queso <gasps> pen, but not with queso. <sighs> I know. Do we have a queso pen upstairs? Mitch had one for a second. I don't know if he still has Mitch it. Mitch does not still have that queso no pen. Way, <laughs> Maybe he got a new one. Yeah. He doesn't have He doesn't the, have the one from two weeks ago when the, I tried it. The eight, no way. But listen, the queso pen is available at select Denver area dispensaries through October 31st. Illegal Pete's partnered with Open. These are two OG Denver brands, by the way. Partnered with Open to make a pen that perfectly pairs with Illegal Pete's Queso specifically. And listen, they had set out originally to make a queso-flavored pen. They're still working on it. Technology, we will make it happen. <laughs> we have the technology to Smell build it. Smell vision is upon us. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, Parasol with Illegal Pete's Queso. And this is how you're going to find out for yourself. You go, go to one of those dispensaries, grab... A uh, grab a queso pen, bring the the cartridge box to Ill- Illegal Pete's, and they will trade you for a free chips and queso, so you can try it for yourself. I love that. What an adventure for us to all go through together. The Illegal Pete's queso pen. There we go. All right, people have been chirping about the Rockies World Series, about like the 2007 season too. Please, this is. 16 years ago at this point. Why are we catching strays? Here's why we're catching strays. Um, uh, Woody, 
Actually, I think like Patrick might have pulled this up. I don't know. Someone else pulled this up. Um, Woody Page has said on record that 2007 was the worst season for the Rockies. How could he possibly say that 2007 is the only season the Rockies made it to the World Series? Um, he says it's the worst season ever, quote, because they thought what they were doing worked. Honestly, when you put it that way, I'm kind of on board because that was an incredible, an incredible run. Like no one has a run like that. But yeah, like that definitely made ownership think like, oh, it worked once. Maybe we'll catch lightning in a bottle again. And I think that's definitely why we're in the situation we're in right now where these Rockies have been, uh, you know, more or less struggling ever since. So, of course, Woody Page saw that tweet. He was like, you know, you can ask me if, like, I still think that or not. You don't have to speculate on Twitter. You can just freaking ask. So this is what he said on Twitter about that. He did say that uh, to him, 2007 is still worse. Quote, 2007 one-hit wonders rocks made the Montforts, then led by Charlie, think they knew what they were doing even though they didn't. And it ruined the franchise for the next 16 years and several more to come under Dickie. Brothers Grimm are still clueless. Wow. Woo! Listen, hot takes Woody Page. Honestly, like, I'm kind of on board. I, I get it. I see, what, I, I see exactly what you're talking about because, yeah, I mean, if you have success, in theory, that's a reward for what you did right. And I'm not saying these weren't talented players, but like, I mean, these guys, you know, that's a very lucky run. That's a very fortunate run, especially where they were at the start of it versus where they were at the end of it. So, oh, we got some comments in here. Cap wise, if Otani was on either team, regardless of the team, this would be the biggest World Series ever. I guess my point is it's more about the stars than the actual market, in my opinion. Ben, yeah, okay. If Oh, my gosh. If Shohei was in this World Series, I would be losing my dang mind. He would be the star of it all. Damn it, Otani. Why do you got to play for the Angels? Why? Why can't we have luck as fans? Like, we as a society deserve this. Mike in the chat, you could make the argument that the 1919 World Series was the worst. That was the year of the Black Sox scandal and it almost destroyed the game. There's the answer. That's the worst World Series. But it was more than 100 years ago, so everyone who was alive to remember it is long dead. No, um, that is a terrible World Series. And yeah, that's the worst of the worst of it. Tiff, were you about to say something? No, I was going to ask you to tell me about it. Um, yeah, basically, um, uh, yeah, like a team was paid to lose it. So <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was bad. Super. Uh, kind of like, yeah, worst case scenario, worst case scenario. Listen, more Rockies strays, uh, Jolly Olive, one of a great content creator for John boy. He crushes it. He makes these great baseball videos, um, every single week. He made a whole 20-minute video on why the 
Red Sox versus Rockies World Series in 2007 was the worst matchup of all time. Like he like really went into it, but basically, basically his whole thing was uh, it was the worst World Series because the Rockies just got totally swept, and also like they were like close enough too, where it's like those games weren't like super interesting. And like, even on like the Red Sox side of it all, that's probably one of their most boring world series. It wasn't the one that broke the curse. Um, it wasn't the one that, you know, rallied the city together after the Boston marathon bombings. Um, uh, it was just, it was just like another world series. Honestly, I, I like I lived in New England at the time and like, yeah, it was kind of like a lackluster World Series. Yeah, I'm like, OK, you know what? I see your point. I see your point. I see what you're saying. But again, come on. The Rockies just lost 103 games, just had their worst season numbers wise in history. Why we got to catch all these strays? What's going on? so rude. Everyone's so rude. Um, let's give you some Rockies adjacent news. Um, Tiffany, did you see Vanessa Hudgens, the fiance of former Rocky Cole Tucker, had her bachelorette party in Aspen, Colorado. Dang. Didn't, didn't they get traded? Like, seriously. Oh like, no, no, he didn't no no he got he got uh released. Oh he got released. Okay. Yeah, no, he got well he got outrighted and then he declared free agency. So gotcha, like gotcha, he's gotcha. we're never gonna see him again. <laughs> For sure, but he likes Colorado. That's cool. You know what? I um it's a shame that the Rockies didn't do Cole Tucker better because we could have had a ride or die Colorado girly in Vanessa Hudgens. This is this, I, I feel like we're going to look back on this. This is going to be the sliding door moment <laughs> where it's like we could have had Cole Tucker forever and we'll never get to have him again. This could have been our show, hey? In star power. In star power. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not in like two-way talent. Definitely not in talent. Maybe not even in one-way talent. Not a not knock on Cole any... Tucker. That's just 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 uh, how just to, is. just to cap Wise's point of like, you know, stars more than the actual market. Yeah, let's uh Yeah. Let's get a high school musical up in here. Ugh. Yes. Oh, yeah. Michael in the chat added some context for you, Tiff. So <laughs> thank you. I will oh, there's watch a that movie. There's a, there's a movie. I've never seen the movie Eight Men Out, actually. I've never I like seen movies, it. So, yeah. Who doesn't love a good movie? What else do we have that we have to get into? Um, uh, yeah. So that was the big question, of course. Is the. Let, we're, we were all talking about worst World Series matchups because a lot of people see this World Series matchup as not a good one. I mean, it is like two very random markets, okay? Dallas, Texas, it's a pretty big market, whatever. Uh, and then Arizona, like definitely a reputation for not being a great sports town. So, yeah, it's a very random matchup for sure. I did ask um, at the start of the postseason, I put out a very unscientific poll of what do you think the worst World Series matchup would be? Honestly, I said, like, probably, like, Phillies-Orioles would have been, like, the worst matchup in terms of just, like, every team is from the mid-Atlantic region, two teams that are, like, two hours away from each other, like, too freaking close to each other. 
would be terrible. Um, and that's me saying that, please, and with my bias, my Philly bias. <laughs> um, a couple of people actually did like hop in there. A couple of people did predict this as the worst World Series matchup, which I thought was really funny. But most people said things along the lines of like Braves Astros would be the worst matchup or Dodgers Astros would be the worst matchup. Okay, so if you think that is the worst matchup, you, you can't complain about this matchup, folks, okay? Like, le we're taking a break from the big baseball markets. We've got these two sneaky teams in here. What do you want? You can't have it both ways. Do you want juggernauts or do you want, like, randos? Or did you want something in between? You didn't get something in between. We got randos this year. And you know what? It's going to be a lot of fun. Ga Game one is tonight. Game one is tonight. And I'm super excited. We got a fun weekend, too. We're going to close out the show right now. We're going to, um, uh, yeah. World Series matchup tonight, by the way. Zach Gallon on the mound versus Nathan Avaldi. Dude, Avaldi's been so good this season, too. But, you know, the Diamondbacks have a chance if they can, you know, just, like, get him out of there as soon as possible. But yeah, that starts, what time does the World Series start? Uh, 6.05 Mountain Time. I'm stoked, even though I uh, um, uh, have never liked baseball because my team's not in it. No. no, I'm actually, I'm super stoked for this game. It's gonna be, I think it's gonna be a really good series. Um, uh, Here's what else we have going on, though. Let's reel it in as we close it out. Um, Chiefs-Broncos this weekend. Uh, we'll have a tailgate going on. Will Taylor Swift be there? I don't think there's a... I looked on uh, Bet365. I don't see a line for it. <laughs> Whether or not Taylor Swift will be at the game. They're missing out on money. Right? I would bet on that. That's easy money. Immediately. Immediately. Um but yeah, will Travis Kelsey, would he dare to lose on Taylor Swift's big weekend? Because she re-released 1989 Taylor's version last night. I was at a party for it. I got this little disco ball that I have in my water bottle now. It's, I think it's adorable. It's pretty cute. Um, well, we'll see. We'll see. So if you go to the game this weekend, you could be at the game with Taylor Swift. That's a big deal to me. A Swifty. A Swifty. Um, guys, we have some really cool stuff happening this weekend. Probably the coolest. We have the Be a Good Person party. I can't believe we we got to collab with Be a Good Person. They're a Colorado brand, but like obviously their reach is much bigger than Colorado. They are huge. But we did a t-shirt collab with them. Here is the deal with the t-shirt party. Saturday. October 28th, four o'clock. We are having the official Be a Good Person shirt release party here at the DNVR bar. Shirts are available to buy. And if you are wearing that shirt, you are getting yourself a free drink. So fun. There's going to be a bunch of prizes too. And all the raffle proceeds are going to go to Volo Kids Foundation. A great cause. Gets kids involved in youth sports. Definitely uh, helps a lot of different communities all across the country, not just here in Denver. Um, and yeah, like I said, they're a Denver-based brand, but they're huge. So I'm super stoked that we get to collab with them. So yeah, you might start seeing the shirts around because I think we 
have them here. I think we've started posting about them. Make sure you get your butts down to the DNVR bar at four o'clock on Saturday for this shirt release party. I'll be there. I know a bunch of um, the DNVR fam will be there. Come through, say hi, have a drink, get a shirt. There we go. Tiff, will you be there? You're, you're so busy on the weekends. What is it, tomorrow? Tomorrow. Hmm, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Okay. But you, maybe, maybe I'll stop by. You enjoy that time away from here. You, you're here a lot. Yeah, I'll be here Sunday at noon, so. Ooh, for Broncos? Actually, earlier than that. No. Uh, Sunday, we've got Avs at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Nuggets right after, or in between that, and then Broncos in the afternoon-ish at like 2.15. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so Sunday's going to be stacked here at the bar, fam. Make sure you get here early. Get her early. Drink early, drink often. Yeah. <laughs> we have a busy night here tonight, too. Nuggets play tonight, right? Yeah, Nuggets play tonight, too. Yep. We've got, like, back-to-back shows, like, constantly after this one's over. Well, yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's been a it's been a light Friday, but also packed, if that. Yeah. It's going to be, I feel like it's going to be a nonstop afternoon here. Make sure you are subscribed to the DNVR Sports YouTube channel for all the latest Rockies updates, but also updates on all of the other Denver teams that you love to follow. Guys, my coworkers are crushing it. Like, every single beat just has great stuff going on. I'm obsessed with my coworkers. Uh, I know. Uh, how cheesy. Just like end the show right now. No. Um, uh, Tiff, where can we follow you on social media? Um, I am on Twitter mm-hmm. at Tiffany with an I mm-hmm. underscore Tano. Um, she remembered it. Yeah. She remembered. I remembered. Somebody else asked me the other day and I was like, oh, shit. Uh, shit. Mm, uh, Susie does this all the time. I don't remember. <laughs> Um, all right, guys, you can follow me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. Make sure you are following DNVR underscore Rockies for any little update on what John Gray and Miguel Castro, former Rockies, are up to in this World Series. But also, we will have the latest Rockies and baseball headlines for you constantly on Twitter. So check it out. Patrick will be back on Monday at noon to really break down everything that we saw this weekend. Tiff, let's close it out. You know what Bud Black likes to say about closing out a baseball podcast. Remind me. He says, fuck it, we ball. Guys, we will chat again on Monday right here on the DMVR Sports YouTube channel. Talk to you soon. We all city like the mayor. 